Hi everybody, welcome to Living Life. Uh, today's reflection is for Wednesday, August 21st. And today's reflection is from sinfulness to thankfulness. Now, have you ever noticed that people come to you and say, why are you so happy? Why are you so joyful? You know, many times as uh, Christians, we notice that there are people that come up to us and they ask us, why are we happy? Why are we so joyful? Well, the answer is very simple. The reason believers, the reason Christians are so joyful and so thankful every day is because our sins are forgiven, because we have eternal life. And uh, this is what we hear report after report, is that Christians are some of the most happiest people in the world. And uh, so today, as we begin our reflection, just keep that in mind, that today's theme, it's joy, it's worship, it's thankfulness, and we're so grateful to God because He has saved us from our sin. So let's look at the scripture together. Leviticus chapter 7, verses 11 through 27. These are the regulations for the fellowship offering anyone may present to the Lord. If they offer it as an expression of thankfulness, then along with this thank offering they are to offer thick loaves made without yeast and with olive oil mixed in, thin loaves made without yeast and brushed with oil, and thick loaves of the finest flour well kneaded and with oil mixed in. Along with their fellowship offering of thanksgiving, they are to present an offering with thick loaves of bread made with yeast. They are to bring one of each kind as an offering, a contribution to the Lord. It belongs to the priest who splashed the blood of the fellowship offering against the altar. The meat of their fellowship offering of thanksgiving must be eaten on the day it is offered. They must leave none of it till morning. If, however, their offering is the result of a vow or is a free will offering, the sacrifice shall be eaten on the day they offer it, but anything left over may be eaten on the next day. Any meat of the sacrifice left over till the third day must be burned up. If any meat of the fellowship offering is eaten on the third day, the one who offered it will not be accepted. It will not be reckoned to their credit for it has become impure. The person who eats any of it will be held responsible. Meat that touches anything ceremonially unclean must not be eaten. It must be burned up. As for other meat, anyone ceremonially clean may eat it. But if anyone who is unclean eats any meat of the fellowship offering belonging to the Lord, they must be cut off from their people. Anyone who touches something unclean 
whether human uncleanness or an unclean animal or any unclean creature that moves along the ground and then eats any of the meat of the fellowship offering belonging to the Lord must be cut off from their people. The Lord said to Moses, Say to the Israelites, Do not eat any of the fat of cattle, sheep, or goats. The fat of an animal found dead or torn by wild animals may be used for any other purpose, but you must not eat it. Anyone who eats the fat of an animal from which a food offering may be presented to the Lord must be cut off from their people. And wherever you live, you must not eat the blood of any bird or animal. Anyone who eats blood must be cut off from their people. You know, one of the benefits or results of being a Christian or a new believer is joy. You know, when we were lost in sin, we were so sad, we were so depressed, we were so discouraged and cranky and negative and critical. But when you put your faith in God and He changes you and He transforms you, you have joy. And you know what? If you're a Christian and you're a believer and you haven't had that joy, if you've gotten a little bit cranky, you might have to take a look at that. Because we as believers, that is what we should be every single day. We should have the joy of the Lord. Now, in today's reflection, we read the scripture that the people of God brought this offering called the fellowship offering or the thanksgiving offering. You see, the people of God had certain offerings that they had to bring. They had to bring the sin offering. They had to bring the guilt offering. But the thanksgiving offering was something that they could do at any time. It was voluntary. It was free will. It was out of their abundance, out of their joy. They were just so thankful and so grateful to God that they would come at any time and bring an offering just to give God's thanks. Amen? So I think this is a great uh, passage. It's a great story. And it's something that we give to God out of the generosity, out of the gratitude of our heart. We should bring thanks and praise to the Lord every single day. Now, this fellowship or this Thanksgiving offering, uh, in the scripture we read, God gave the very special instruction that the offering should be this bread with olive oil. That they were to bring breads with no yeast, these thin breads with olive oil, and present it to God as the thanksgiving or fellowship offering. So what this uh, brings to mind to me, uh, number one, was that the bread represented the 12 tribes of Israel. When you would go into the holy place, they would have 12 loaves, and each one of those loaves represented the 12 tribes of Israel. Also, this bread brings to mind Jesus Christ. Jesus in the Gospels said that he was the bread of life, that he was the bread of God. So even here in the Old Testament, we're getting a foreshadow that Jesus Christ would come and he would be the bread, the offering given to us. When Jesus uh, fed the multitude, he multiplied the bread and he said to them, your ancestors ate of the manna from heaven, 
but you know what? Jesus is our bread of life. So God is just giving us that message in the Old Testament that he would send the most important bread, which was Jesus Christ. Um, in the scripture that we read today, it was very important that when the people of God brought their offering, they brought their thanksgiving or their fellowship offering, they had to be very careful that they were not unclean. They had to be very careful that that morning uh, they didn't eat something unclean or they didn't touch something unclean, that when they brought the bread as a Thanksgiving offering, they, they had to be clean or else the offering would be unclean. So what does this teaches us? This teaches us when you think about communion. In the New Testament, the teachings of Paul and Corinthians about the Lord's Supper, we even today are instructed that when we come to church, when we have communion, when we receive, you know, the bread and the juice, or when we give an offering at the church, that we need to examine ourselves. We need to search our hearts. We need to make sure that we don't have unforgiveness or resentment or anger against somebody. In fact, the Bible tells us to leave our offering at the altar and go, run, find that person and ask them for forgiveness. If somebody's offended us, if we've offended somebody, we have to make sure that we are clean. We have to make sure that we are righteous when we bring our offering. We need to make sure that we've asked God for forgiveness and we are in right standing with God, in good relationship with God when we receive communion even today. Listen, my friends, God opens the doors to his temple. God ripped the curtain that was between us and God. God invites us to come into his house. He wants to eat with us and be with us. But at the same time, God has given us certain instructions. He's given us certain boundaries that we need to do things the right way. We need to do things his way. So let's close. You know, as we close in prayer today, I think our prayer request is pretty obvious. Uh, number one, we're going to be praying to the Lord for a grateful heart. We're going to be praying to the Lord and asking Him that we would have an attitude of thankfulness and gratefulness. And then the second thing is, we're going to be praying to the Lord to search our hearts, to examine our hearts if there's any unforgiveness, any resentment, any bitterness. So let's, let's pray together now. Uh, Lord God, we come to you as your people, bringing our offering to you, Lord God. Uh, the Bible tells us in Romans that we should present ourselves as a living sacrifice, and we're only able to do that because of Christ's sacrifice. So, Father God, we pray for uh, gratefulness. We pray that we would have a thankful heart, Lord. Uh, we ask you to search our hearts if there's any unforgiveness if there's any hatred, any bitterness in our hearts, we want to be pure and righteous before you. And we want to be able to come to your altar and to bring our offering uh, with nothing impeding uh, between you and us. No sin, uh, 
So forgive us, cleanse us with your precious blood, and make us the people that you want us to be. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Reaching a further and stepping in closer, see you.